Look up there in the sky. It's a bird, a plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. One Mario! One Mario! One weekly discussion of comics and nerd culture. I'm your host, Robbie Dorman, literature geek and writer. And it's me, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist, and I can't keep up with this voice. Illustration nerd. We are the Handsome Voice Comics Hour. You're over news reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more. It's a weird bit of racism that we insert into our Nintendo games, isn't it? It's It's very odd. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even attempt to keep up the Wario voice, so I couldn't do that. Eh, you know me. I gotta take it too far. It's important. Of course it is. Do you agree with that assessment? I was trying to think of the Mario characters we'd be, and I think that's... I don't know. I always like Wario and Mario Kart, so... Mm-hmm. Eh. 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 It's all about the same. <laughs> I, I don't... I, I haven't bought my, uh, my cat suit underwear yet. No, not yet? Not yet. I think the official uh, consensus was no underwear mm-hmm. for Mario. That that is how the things go. Is the whatever it's most popular on the internet is the truth. Yeah, that sounds about right, right? That is, yeah, that's why the the Large Hadron Collider killed us. Yeah, we're not alive anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are all the dead. We are the dead. This is episode one hundred thirty. It's a solid from, number. From beyond the grave. From beyond the grave, we talk about comic books. Spooky. Yes, the spookiest. Well, we are we are reading uh, The Wake by Scott Snyder, Sean Murphy. Later Very on. apropos. Very, it is. There's, there's certainly horror elements in that book. Mm-hmm. Um, we read that in book Horrified club. me. Oh, later on. Was it for those darn merman? Mermen. Mm-hmm. Merman. Merman. Was it for those darn mermen? We got away for it. I don't know what I'm saying. It's it's okay. We're yeah. all we're all mad here. We'll be talking about that later on. Uh, but first, that's some comic books that came out this week to discuss, right, Eric? I hope so. Otherwise, I'm in the wrong place. It's like this is all a nightmare. You don't. You're in your underwear. I mean, I I I, I could be. I mean, yeah, we I do know. this over Skype. I'm not in your living room. That's very true. Yeah, I'm in pajamas. It's cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how it is. I have a lot of computers. It keeps me warm. It's true. It is time, Weekly Floppies. Weekly Floppies are part of the show, and Eric and I will read a selection of this week's books and tell you to buy or do not buy them. We're smart fellas. Uh, you should listen to us. Sometimes there's mush meters involved. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. In which we can't make up our mind fully about a book. When we go, I kind of like it, but maybe yeah. a little not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're starting off this week. We have Captain Marvel number one. New number one, Captain Marvel, written not by Kelly Sue DeConnick, but by instead by Michelle Fazekas and Tara Butters, Art Chris Anka, Matthew Wilson doing colors, and Joe Carrigmagna on letters. It's been quite a while since the mainstream Captain Marvel book has not had a, a, a Kelly Sue write in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was actually quite pleased with this book. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think there's a lot of good to be said about it. I like that uh, Lieutenant Green Hair. <laughs> from uh, from X Men is is in this book. Brand it makes yeah. me happy. I also like that this this book has bench pressing dwarf. <laughs> that that is also pretty great. Yep, it's good. Um, this book is very charming. Full to the brim of Miranda shots. Oh my god, 
so much butt in this book. I don't know about the brim. It's there's there's some butts in this book. There is. I'm, not, is, I'm not. It is it is button it right up. They there's a subtle redesign on uh, mm-hmm. Marvel Captain Marvel's costume. I think it looks awesome. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes her sash more of like a utility sash. Mm-hmm. Has like pockets. It's a strategic butt covering. No, no, it's not. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna get into that. No, I'm not. I'm, I have no thoughts. I didn't even watch the video. Okay. I'm not. I, I I'm not going to criticize. Uh, Anita Sarkeesian for saying something warranted or not. I have no idea what the kerfluffle is about it. I, I I don't know if there is one. I assume there is because just because Because it's Anita Sarkeesian. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I don't, I don't give a damn. I mostly ignore what she says and I would probably be both angry and agree with it. Um, (laughs) because that's kind of what she does to me. I'm like, God damn it. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, there's, uh, I don't know. It's it's a it's a cap, cap captain's Captain Marvel's going out in space and being like a space uh, space security guard for Earth mm-hmm. with a which what Agent Brand has been doing ostensibly for her entire you know since Astonishing X Men various mm-hmm. you just don't really see her all the time but the weird Alpha Flight is up there with her. Canada, just because they're Canada, called Alpha Flight, Canada guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't just just because they're called that ostensibly. I guess so. I, I don't. I'm not against it. I like all I, those I characters. Think it's awesome. They're yeah. Like, yeah, Alpha Flight, go. That's it's. I don't know. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, get puck bench yeah. pressing at night. In the middle of the yeah. night, just, I'm doing bench. I just do bench presses. Yeah, I don't sleep, so I just do bench presses. That's fine. That's my hobby. <laughs> yeah, knitting apparently. Knit. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's and it, you know there's some space mystery going on and mm-hmm. a lot of I like it. You know espionage. Yeah, that's good. I'm a buy. It looks nice as well. It's, it does. I I do like the way that it looks. If you want to, if you want to check out uh, Captain Marvel's yoga booty, this is the book for you. I like it. You should buy this book. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I double buy Captain Marvel that's number one. Link. Yeah, our next book is Uncanny X Men number two. Written by Colin Bunn. Art by Greg Land. What are the other credits? I remember off the head. <laughs> Jay Leeson doing inks. Nolan Woodard on colors. Joe Cagmagna on letters. Um, I think having read now both one and two of this, I it, this is what this book is, mm-hmm. I think. And I'm, I don't know. I, I like it. It's some of it's clunky. And then, yeah. and, but some of it I really like. Like, Sabretooth talking about smells. Mm-hmm. I, I like the way the characters interact and i like the story the greg landiness is yeah. actually starting to bother me yeah i noticed it as well it it really i i don't i don't know i i, I know i came on record and said yeah i like the way this book looks and this does i don't know this isn't as nice this feels really like he's relying way too heavily on photo reference and i just don't like it a it lot just does not feel good, and a lot of I, I'm, Mystique licking her lips mm-hmm. reminds me like there's a very similar panel in the first with Monet, mm-hmm. and I'm I don't know. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, it, maybe I was thinking of her like doing that biting thumb thing. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I thought of the first time. But there are there's some porny girl faces in this book. Yeah, it's. I mean, I it, think the one the one where she's. Where Monet is like looking over the guy's shoulder, mm-hmm. it doesn't it it doesn't look like real people acting. It it just looks like like porn starlet acting. I don't know. It's 
not the worst thing in the world, but last issue did not bother me. This one bothers me. It just feels clumsy. So, I mean, I don't know. You may already hate Greg Land. Last uh, issue I thought was fine. This one, it was... Yeah. I don't think... I, it does not wreck the issue for me entirely. No, it's it's not... I don't know. It. I am not buying this book because of Greg Land. Mm-hmm. I will say that. I, I am putting up with Greg Land because yeah. it has characters in it I like, and I like mm-hmm. Colin Bunn. So... That is why I'm reading this book, and I, I I'm liking it. There, like I said, it's it's comic booky, it's clunky in spots, but it also has a lot of fun character stuff, and you know I'm I'm enjoying it. It's it's probably going to be the X Men book on Paulo. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's like five of them. I generally will just pick one, and then this will be the one I read. So I'm a buy. I like I I'm hoping I'm crossing my fingers that Greg Land does one arc on this, and then someone else comes onto the book. Yeah, that is I, my, I could, that's my I hope. Could, I can agree with that. I think that's a good, a super good idea. Because that he does that. Yeah, I think he just needs to just go draw porn comics and be done with it. I'd be okay with that. Nothing inherently wrong with pornography. Just being, just be honest about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you buyer? <sighs> yeah, I'll I'll go uh, one of five on on some mushiness. Okay, one of five for Mister Land. Yeah. Uncanny X-Men, number two, double by, that puts us a mush meter of 0.5. Mm-hmm. So, so, so low, but it's there. You know, a little tick. Yep. Little tick on the mush meter. Uh, our next book is, uh, Dr. Fate, number eight. It rhymes. Uh, written by Paul Levitz, Ibrahim Mustafa on, as a quote unquote guest artist. Mm. Uh, Lee Luffridge colors, Seda Timofonte on letters. Uh, this is one of the new DCU books that we have not yet to look in on. I, I don't know. I We missed it, you know, when it first launched. And I just, I've been trying to look at it issues to see, like, oh, could we maybe jump in at this point? Get an idea, at least, of what's happening? I don't feel lost. No, I, really. I yeah. It's I, pretty, I, it's pretty, uh, pretty straightforward kind of comic book story. Yeah, this kid, you know, shouldered with some sort of, you know, savior status with his helmet and stuff basically mm-hmm. trying to figure out what all that means a lot of uh uh religious undertones in this you know yes lots of a, a large presence of you know culture and religion and th- i guess the effects on on him on the on the kid about how he's with all the stuff pulling him in different directions it it feels like dc is like oh this miss marvel book was very good let's let's do that let's do miss marvel yeah it's it's not too much it, it it's more of a it's like taking that. I mean, he's a teenager, and he is, mm-hmm. you know, it's the, the the you know the multicultural thing, but also, but mm-hmm. let's throw in some like mythic powers instead of yeah the. But it's also like learning her, learning his powers, just like a lot of young superheroes do. Uh, did you like it? I did not hate it. I feel like it's really clumsy, and it has promise. I, I don't know. I. Uh... I don't know that it's quite worth buying. If I'm going to be, like, very, very strict on my recommendation, I'd say, you know, you could totally pass it. But it's it's not wretched, you know? It's it's very readable, and it feels like it could go in an interesting direction. It, it feels like someone that almost has something to say, that almost has a point of view, that it's it's just not quite fully developed. Yeah, it, it I don't know. I'm... I kind of want to read another issue or two to see where it's going, if it's going somewhere. Like, maybe this is just a down issue where it's, like, kind of an interstitial, and maybe they just wrap something up. I don't know, they make allusions to certain things that I'm sure were earlier arc uh, story, you know, uh, beats, but 
it doesn't seem like there's any like there's no goal in it. There's no endpoint. There's no you know. It's just him learning about his powers and a bunch of seemingly a bunch of people looking at watching him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I'm I would say I'm a buy, but I'm heavy on the like yeah. like a maybe a four out of five. I've heard it like I've heard very good things about this series. So I wanted to, uh, you know, I wanted to do, do give us due diligence and actually look at it. But I don't know. And maybe this is just kind of a down issue. But maybe, it's not it's not selling very well. So this it's been on the chopping block for a while like for DC. It's uh, I don't know. I think it's worth checking out. I think four out of five is pretty fair. I could even I could even go five out of five. That I'm uh, I'm that soft on it. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. My favorite thing about it is that his dad is Stan Lee <laughs> and his professor is Ralph Bakshi. <laughs> it's not inaccurate. <laughs> yeah. So, that's a that's Dr. Fate number 8. Uh I might actually go back and see if any of those early issues are on sale and maybe read up and that might make my decision for me. Uh but double buy but Mush meter of 4.5, quite heavy on the Mush meter for Dr. Fate. Uh our next issue is that, is it de-evolution or just devolution? I think it's supposed to be de-evolution, but I don't know. It, it doesn't really matter because they're not really words either way. Yeah, okay. De-evolution, number one. Here we go. Written. Go ahead. I was going to make a joke and say it's a comic book about the band Devo. Oh, God. I, well, we can talk about that. Written by Rick Remender, art Jonathan Wayshack, colors Jordan Boyd, Russ Wooten doing the letters. Um... Uh, I don't, this is a, what, what, yeah. are, what are your feelings on this, Eric? I don't really like it that much. Okay. It's fine. I think the art's pretty nice. Yeah, I kind of, I, I like this it. This is not great Remender work, in my opinion. I, I don't, it, yeah. It, go ahead and throw in there. It doesn't feel like it knows what it is. No. Like, I don't know, like, it has a lot of, like, pulpy, campy stuff mm-hmm. that I, he's, like, he's written in the past. Oh, what is the name of that? book a space book oh mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the name of it at the moment i've read it um but it has some of that in there but it also is trying to like it has like the hey humans are terrible thing going for it yeah and like i, I don't i don't know you can't if it, it, like you can't do that at the same time i don't i like trying to do both of those it, like this the, this character is not inherently like bad like i i'm kind of interested in her but as soon as she gets to this camp with this giant nazi idiot guy the guy with a swastika tattoo like it's not yeah. subtle whatsoever mm-hmm. I'm, I'm immediately like i don't i don't care about any of this i don't yeah i'm immediately gone oh this is boring i don't it's a it's a pretty uh it's a pretty low point in the story it's like what yeah all of a sudden i don't give a shit about this anymore either yeah, the space stuff is. I guess I'm, I'm curious what has to do with the stuff on Earth, but again, it, we don't get very much of it, anything out there, and I don't know. It it seemed like it was like a colony of people that were trying to see, wait out yeah. the uh, the infection, but they somehow it they got infected in space. Like, what's that all about? Yeah, exactly. How does it How does it even happen? I I don't know. Yeah, and oh, I don't know. There there it's not. I don't. It, I do like the art a lot. It, but it's it's very different and very interesting. Yeah. I'm I'm glad someone's doing weird ass art like this, but it's got a little bit too much attitude in some places. It's a little it's a little clumsy itself at times. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm I'm glad someone's doing books like this. Are you a buy on this? Uh, I don't think you're missing anything. This is. 
you 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 can you can pass on this, and it's okay. This is not the best Reminder work I've seen. I don't know. I I I I, I might check it in on it later. You know, come back to it. Mm. I think he he merits you know a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, but but I know like yeah, I just I, I just completely turned me off. I. I, I I, I just didn't care. As soon as they met the people, I'm like, "Oh, it's another people are shitty story." I don't, I don't need that. That's there's many of those. There's Robbie, t- they, we are the Walking Dead. I, I yes, that's believe me, that went right through my head as I'm like going through. I'm like, "Oh God, oh look, there's there there are bad people in this place." Really? Oh good, it's great. Walking Dead's been doing that story for 150 issues. I was gonna, I thought you were gonna say years. Well, that is, it feels like that. Yeah. I, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go do not buy on this. I don't. It's not. There's mm-hmm. nothing special about it enough. When there's so many good comics out there, where, that I could be spending my money on. Mm-hmm. Hard pass on this book. Maybe three or four issues down the road, come back to it. But for now, do not buy. That's a double. Do not buy on Devolution number one. Mm-hmm. And finally, our final book is Amazing Forest number one. It's a sort of a, uh, a, a little th- anthology collection. Yeah, anthology, but all the it's all the stories are written by the same team, by, mm-hmm. uh, a team of Eric Freitas and Ulysses Farinas. But art is with for the four different stories by Julian Dufour, Matt Rhoda, Melody Oft, and Yumi Sagu, Sagu, Sakugawa. I apologize. For, you got it eventually. Uh, yeah, I'm not very great at that. Um, I was kind of I don't know where where are you where are you where are you go on this one, Eric. <sighs> I am. I never really warm up that much to to these anthologies, these collections. They're not really my thing. Um, I don't know. I I usually am glad that they exist. This book is okay. I think it is. I don't know. It's just a, an anomalous, fun book. Apparently, these do fairly well, though. Did you know Island is like the fourth or fifth top selling image book? It doesn't. I mean, as. A lot of big names attached to it, mm-hmm. so it doesn't necessarily surprise me. I was not that, you know, we read mm-hmm. that one book of it, like, meh. I went back and bought a couple uh, in print myself, just for the case, for just for the sake of having them. Yeah. And I I think, um, you know, I like some of these artists. Um, this is, it's, it's nice to look at. The writing is okay. These are very different stories. It's, it's fine. I could totally live without ever seeing this book but i don't regret having read it um it's tough for me to say where i'm at on this but i think most people could just comfortably never uh never read this and it'd be okay i really like this uh this ronnie the robot story melody often yeah i i i I don't know i like the art style i feel like she's a little green I would like this. She's someone that I'd like to watch. Yeah. Maybe in five years, I I bet she'd be doing fucking absolutely stellar work. Yeah. It that that story in particular reminded me actually of uh the uh, Perry Bible Ship Fellowship. Mm-hmm. Bible Fellowship. That, that, I think that, I, I see uh I see what you mean. There's a strange sort of thick outline and color resemblance. But I I'm, I'm, a, I'm, other. A, I'm a big fan of that. So uh, yeah yeah uh but. The art in any of these stories, none of it's bad. Uh, it's very strange and different, you know, from story to story. I don't know. The writing is often kind of, I don't know. They're trying to do, like, Twilight zone things a lot of the time with these stories. Yes. And I don't know. I think it would. some of these would benefit from more time, and some of these benefit would benefit from a lot less time. I don't know. The, like, the, that, the werewolf story, I think, is 
told, it's clumsy. I yeah. don't like it. Yeah, I, I don't. Oh, that's it's just like it feels like a parody of a Twilight Zone story in a certain way. Uh, what do you think about that bird watcher story? I like it. Okay. I just full on like it. I, the the last two stories are my favorites. I yes, I am right there with you. Um, and I think the weird art, like the sort of outsider art look, I enjoy it. I mean, I would not want to read a ton of comics like this. I mean, I I don't know. It makes me think of um, Persepolis. Yeah, a little bit. You know, I could read a comic like that in this style. It it's fine. It's good. I like I like the last two. I don't think that there's a whole lot of reason. I'm not overwhelmed with reasons to buy this book. No, it, it's it's a strange thing uh, reading these little tiny stories. That I never, I didn't feel overwhelmed by any of them. Even the ones I really, the ones I liked the most, I never went, "Oh, that was great." I thought, "Oh, that's not bad." But the yeah. that the first story, I was, I don't, I don't didn't like it. The werewolf story didn't really like it that mm-hmm. much. I don't know. I think that the, the the first story is okay. I I do enjoy the art a lot. Um, I think it's the the overall Frenchiness of it that appeals <laughs> to me. It is a really sort of gross and bad story. I just, I don't know. You know, a movie that it reminds me of is, um, I think it's called Memories. Um, Who is the director? He's the, Katsuhiro Otomo, I think, is the director? Either that or he, I think it was, it might be a movie with three directors. I don't remember. And Katsuhiro Otomo directed one of them. I have to find this out for sure. Yeah, Katsuhiro Otomo's Memories. I'm not familiar. It reminds me of that. It's like a bunch of little stories. Yeah, has three directors. I was correct. It is a weird movie, but it's a lot. It's like this, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the same thing. It's a, it's a little anthology movie, just little collections of short stories that kind of don't go anywhere and just kind of leave you feeling sort of, huh. That's the the thing about these things is they kind of don't make enough of a statement. They don't really make you feel anything. Yeah, that was my, I think my main problem in the end is that when you get to that last page, like the Twilight, the best Twilight Zone episodes, when you get to that twist ending, you know, the pro, the, the prototypical, like, oh, you know, you know, mm-hmm. to serve man, you know, whatever, you know, there's myriad examples, but they are like, they, they feel like they're, they mean something. I don't yes. know. Like that first story, it didn't, I don't, I was like, oh, okay, that doesn't, I don't. They're, I guess it's because they're so short. I don't really have a feeling about any of these characters. It's almost like this, the the format is so dumb and so simple that even though almost anyone will tell you that writing a moral to a story is a really bad way to write a story, it's almost like it's better if there's a moral or something, I don't know, something ironic that's do you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly i mean the the guy with the glasses yeah that that is exactly what that first story reminded me it's like oh what i wanted now i can't have it Mm -hmm. but you can't do that just that anymore right that was 60 years ago or 50 Mm -hmm. years ago when twilight was so you're saying that that's that that's just like an old style and you're i thought you were saying the opposite thing oh i don't i it's not that it couldn't work it's that that kind of story you were agreeing with me that most people would say that that kind of you know moral or that kind of storytelling is just bad and shouldn't be done i I think it works in the twilight zone because you get 20 minutes to tell a story an eight page story in a comic book i don't think 
it, it's really difficult. Like Twilight Zone character, like the best Twilight Zone episodes work because you identify with character in some way, mm-hmm. like they do with the glasses or 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 um, I'm trying to think of the top of my head, like the uh, or the um, the cornfield. Trying to remember the name of the episode would be uh, the pig, the pig masks. You can't the pig see people. Yeah, the pig people and the the, the surgeons. Yeah, right? yeah, and she's the 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 ugly one is the mm-hmm. one, and I think we and I like ones that identify like with a core human emotion, like that almost mm-hmm. everyone can identify with. I like I think those last two stories work better because they do that, and those first two stories are more relying on just like, hey, here's a twist, mm-hmm. and like. It, I think those simple stories can work, but that you have to like really make it so that it's not too complicated, you know, just, mm-hmm. and you know, not have a bunch of moving parts. I don't know. I, I this I I don't think I can say buy this book. I don't know. It's not yeah. bad, but there it doesn't doesn't do anything in particular to make it stand out or make it like. And there, it's obviously it's not like serialized. There's not like hey a story hook that's going to get me to buy the next thing. There's nothing self-contained in this issue enough for me to go, hey, buy it. I don't know. If you like these anthology stories, if you just want to, like, hey, and, like, see a bunch of little things, sure, but uh, do not buy. I don't. I kind of, it's the thing, I, again, like, I think I said the same thing about Island. Like, it's the thing I want to like. I think I, like, I think I'm glad exists, but I don't, I never, I don't really ever get anything out, much out of them. So, do not buy. Yeah, this is the anthology book that's, they just sell based on whose name is on the cover. And... I don't think you know any of these names, Mm-mm. so I think it's okay to to look this one over. And even though I enjoy it, who did this cover? That's what I think. I was about to say my my favorite thing about it is the cover is amazing. It's very, very, very Jeff Darrow, and I could not find a Jeff Darrow signature anywhere on it. I'm gonna fake the credits at some somewhere. I couldn't there. find it. Yeah, it looks. God, it's so Darrow. It's crazy. The face on the baby squid thing makes me think it's not Darrow, but everything else looks like Darrow. Let me see. Paul Chadwick. Okay. Wait, no. These are all from these here, okay? That's strange. We have. I was not aware of this. Apparently, Mm -hmm. okay, these are maybe, okay. Okay, this is starting to make a little bit more sense. Okay. Maybe. There's a series of these that were released by Monkey Brain, which is a digital-only publisher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing IDW is... I don't know if they're... Yeah, IDW is just republished, just publishing them in physically. Because the first issue for Monkey Brain has the same same people in it, but the cover is different. And that's Paul Chadwick. Curious to who did... This print cover. This print cover, yeah. Even though we're reading it digitally. No, it makes it so. I was not the print cover. Yeah, print cover. Can you you hear me doing those uh, those air quotes? Okay, IDW website. I think they have a credit for their cover. Nope. (laughs) Not that I can see. Info. Very helpful. I wonder why artists complain about never getting credit. Yeah, I know. Well, they're just clearly not important in an art-driven field. Okay. I mean, don't computers just make art for you? I think that's accurate, right? Yeah. All art's made by computers. Okay, no. The, okay. Cover. Hey, I found it finally, Eric. Okay. Cover A, which is, I believe is the cover we're looking at, it's the only one on Comicsology, is uh, one, by one of the writers, Ulysses Farinas. Okay, cool. There you go. Good, good job, Ulysses Farinas. He figured his name was already on the book. It is the first name on the cover. Yes. Well, he, I, he did a really good Jeff Darrow impression. Yeah, there you go. 
But do not buy? Is that, is that where we're at? Double do not buy? Uh, are you going to mush it up? sad saying do not buy on this, but it's probably accurate. I would put this back on the shelf. Yeah, it's something you're like... I would feel like, sad about it, Yeah, but I would do it. It's a neat thing, but... Eh. Yeah. Uh, Double do not buy, Amazing Forest, number one. Um, do you read anything else this week? I know I didn't. Oh, I wish I could. I didn't really see much else, anything out that I wanted, at least this week. There's plenty of books I bought that I didn't read. I have a I have a whole bunch of books that uh, I'm gonna be reading. I assume mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Are we? Uh huh. Oh, okay. We have to. That's what's about to happen. Oh, oh, oh. I think Eric uh, is doing a great job segueing us there. It is That's time. That's what I do. It is time for our next segment. It is time for checking in. Checking in is the bar show where Eric and I talk about what we've been up to during the week. Make recommendation uh, or anti-recommendation has been known to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly for apps that don't work. <laughs> what is what is, what you've been doing, Eric? Humble bundling. That's what uh, I've been doing. Oh, right. Yes, of course. Yep. It's uh, three more days. Yeah. I, I three more days. Yeah. Uh, it, it tricks you because the the humble books page takes you to an audiobooks bundle but the image bundle is still there for three more days as of this recording probably two to one day left as of when you are actually listening to this but uh i mean ab- yes whenever they do these it's always just such a no-brainer yeah there's so many books mm-hmm. that you get for i mean you pay 20 bucks you get everything which includes yeah so many comics it's yeah, kind of crazy i i do you want me to read all of that i have sure that's this this downloading this is what's currently on it let me find it real quick uh, everything's difficult i have it in front of me if you want me to well, well, go go for it okay i have uh what's i have it too this is just the this is just the humble bundle page it is odyssey volume one virgil self-obsessed no mercy phonogram volume one wolf volume one captara volume one sunstone volume one witches volume one uh let's see a humble bundle preview book for image 2016 new issues plus new arcs pack i'm not even sure what's in there uh injection volume one saga volumes four and five if, this is for if you pay the twenty dollars sagas four and five uh the just the tips uh sex book <laughs> yes sex, really important the, the comedy sex advice book by uh, fraction sadarsky uh outcast volume one nowhere men volume one which nowhere men which we had uh, just read alex made by eric Hewson. nowhere yes. men uh seven uh, that that series just started back up uh jupiter circle volume one trees volume one rat queens uh, I believe, let's see, uh, just the special? There's not all of it? That's surprising. It's just Braga. Yeah, just the Braga specials. Uh, phonogram volumes. Oh, it's two as well as one. I didn't even notice that. Descender volume one. Low volume. Bitch Planet volume one. Wayward Deluxe volume one, which I believe is the first two arcs. Uh, Inv- Invincible issues one through 47 and Stray Bullets. One through 47. Mm-hmm. 41. If, if you have listened to this podcast ever, you probably recognize a lot of that. Yeah, we've, we've read a lot of this you know yeah and uh it's a lot of it's really good yeah it's it's even the stuff that we haven't read i'm interested in reading yeah even, even if, if it's bad yeah exactly there's a lot of stuff that i'd like to just look at just because yes. i haven't had the time to read out of the money and this is 20 dollars for all that is a very good deal i definitely suggest i gave him 25 well i it's you can choose how much you'd like to give and put put extra to charity whatever you want to do um mm-hmm. which is kind of the beauty of the humble bundles um I would certainly suggest you. You're listening to this. Haven't bought it yet? Go pick it up. It's no. You really, you really, really should. Drm uh, free. There's good stuff on. Download here. the format you like. I mean, it's yeah. it's There's 
a lot even if half of it you don't like the other half is more than worth it mm. speaking of uh, phonogram being on here did you hear that wicked and divine has eclipsed saga for uh monthly book sales for image uh, people like that book i am shocked i mean all the only thing i can think is that at this point like everyone is trade waiting on saga Oh, that's that's the only thing I can think of, and uh, Wicked and Divine is just kind of hot right now. I don't know. Maybe it is just overall a bigger moneymaker now, which is stunning because Saga is crazy popular. When a new trade comes out, it is it is sold the hell out. I don't think either is struggling. I am sure. I am just. I was just stunned by that news. I thought it was really interesting that Wicked and Divine, particularly as we have not checked in since. Maybe the first or second issue. Yeah, I figured as either we can, you know, we can read, uh, you know, the trades at some point, or you know, there's I mm-hmm. believe three, two of them out now. Two trades out right now. Third trade coming out shortly. Yeah, I noticed none of them are in here. Probably, I mean, it'd be nice if they snuck one in by the end here, and we we got it. But I, I, it's done. This yeah, point. they're probably know. done sneaking books in there. I mean, that's a lot. It is a lot. That, that, that's a lot. It's a lot of comics for twenty dollars. A lot of a lot of very good comics and stuff that I'm yeah maybe I'll read trees and see if I fall asleep. It that trees is what it is. It's not That's making okay. any bones about it. It is a, uh, unapologetically Ellis. Yeah, pretty much. I'm I'm okay. He can Ellis gonna Ellis. It's okay with me. We might actually some of that stuff in the future. I might just. Ooh. Although I have a. A sneaky suspicion i know what we're gonna read next week i don't know we'll figure it out i think you might have a suggestion we have lots of options well that is the truth that's the that was uh that's all, all i ever try and just mm-hmm. get us lots of options truly truly options did you get anything yeah. in, in, get into anything else eric you buy mario maker yet no no oh. I don't, I'm just i'm just trying to make you sad at this point you're doing a good job i know that's how i roll bro i made you a new level no, no, I I have too much to do. In fact, I'm I'm going to work tonight. Not too long after. Actually, it'll probably be more like ten or eleven. I go in. Oh God. Oh, it's 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 brutal. It's because we have a a contract job uh, for our our partner who is an NFL licensor needs us to print some things, and uh, they're they're printing after the Panthers Cardinals game. And I, I, this, it's, I don't know. This is like, actually, it's kind of fun. Uh, for some reason, it is a little, it's stressful, but it's fun. You know, you're going to work, you're watching this football game, and it's exciting. You print a bunch of stuff. I don't know. It's all the things I love. <laughs> but I am, I am totally about to go to work. Not so long after we finish recording, after a football game is over, and then we have to print things. Hopefully, we're going to be printing a bunch of Panther stuff. They're going to kill them. I, I really hope so. I was I was talking about it with my dad, and he says, well, whenever the odds are against them, they win. And the one game that they were supposed to, that everyone thought they were going to crush them, and uh, they they got slaughtered, apparently. But that's, I don't know, that's my dad. He Panth- is Mr. Pessimist. They're, Panthers are the best team. It's, uh, I, I like to think so, but I don't know. What do I know? I like your reassurance. I mean, if I was a betting man, that's who I'd put my money on. Yeah. We're going to print all their crap. So, woo uh, yeehaw. Yeehaw. 
Would you like to hear about video games? I oh, I love hearing about video games. Just regale me with your beautiful life. Be- yes. Uh, I have a uh, a new release to uh, to tell you about. But not... It's new in the sense that it is now officially done. But it, it has been in early access on Steam for over a year now. Mm-hmm. It has always been very popular on, on Steam, uh, even before it has, you know, even as it's being worked on. But now it is officially released as of this past Tuesday. It is Darkest Dungeon is the name of the game. Um, it is brutally difficult. <laughs> brutally. It's, it's, it's really hard. It's a very difficult game, very tense game. Uh, it, uh, it, you are, it has, it's a strategy game, I guess, at, at its core. Uh, it has some roguelike elements, not entirely roguelike though. It, it only has, I think, in its maps, and, you know, dungeons are, like, the layouts of the dungeons are kind of roguelike. What you, the enemies you encounter, but I don't think, I don't, it's not, like, the structure itself is not necessarily that way. Um, you get, you are, uh, sent a letter from, you start off the game reading a letter from your father who has left your family's house to you. Uh, and something in the, in the darkest dungeon of the house has awoken and is taking over the, the, both the house and the surrounding countryside. You, uh, are going to hire uh, a bunch of, uh, I don't even, calling them adventurers is, I think it's too bright a term because mercenaries, mercenaries is probably more accurate, but it is very Lovecraftian theme. Mm. You are, you know, like you get plague doctors on your team, or like a hound master who has a dog that he sicks on the enemies. You're fighting like very gross, like like creatures that look like they came from The Last of Us, or mm-hmm. or like like fish men that wouldn't be too out of place in the wake. Like it's a lot. It, it varies depending on which dungeon you go into and all that. But it's turn based combat in the dungeon and. It's really, really hard. You there's permadeath. I, I really love this art style. Oh, it, it's it's got a very sort of comic booky, almost almost Mignola style, but not quite. Not quite, but you're yeah. You it looks stunning. It's very striking. Yeah, looking. I, it's it's like it's like Lovecraftian uh, Mignola like plus um, Wizards of the Coast D and D. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not. A, it's a pretty, it's a pretty nice combination of those things. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, it's a, ter- it's turn-based combat as you try and go through a dungeon and clear it out, and you ha- as you get characters that you kind of build up your team, and you can mix and match, and you have to monitor their health and their stress because people go crazy in this game. Your heroes, if they see too much bad shit, they go nuts, and then they develop like new traits. That like they may be pessimistic or whatever, or they may be paranoid and start suspecting their team, and it affects the sanity of everyone on your team. Like, and I mean, and, uh, on top of them, just be able to be, get killed by enemies. You know, their health is obviously always in danger, but you have to like monitor that as you go through a dungeon. And sometimes you just have to run. You have to retreat if you want everyone to live. Uh, if you lose a character, they're dead, and you could have invested a lot of you know money into them to try and level them up and build their skills, and then they die, and you're you're you don't get them anymore. It's kind of XCOM-y in that way. Um, but there's no game over. You just get more people come, more heroes, more heroes, more mercenaries, I guess, come in every every day, and you can pick from them and add them to your team and kick other people out if you want. You can build, there's like a ton of different kinds of them. There's like, I mentioned the Plague Doctor and the Hound Master. There's like a, like a nun type who does like healing and, and god magic and like a paladin type guy and, or like a, uh, a werewolf. 
literally. Like, you get a dude who can turn into a giant monster, but that also, like, you can't put him on the team with a nun, because the nuns hate, they think they're evil. Like, so you, you, and those nuns are pretty good, they have healing, so it's, it's really cool. It's, it's, I, I, it's hard. It's an exciting looking game, I think you've, uh, it's really cool. But, I can't understate, it is really hard. It is, <laughs> it, I've done okay in that I've had no one die. I've also had to retreat, I think, twice through, from missions, because otherwise I would not have made, there's no way. And there's difficulty spikes you don't see coming, there's, you know, you think you can prepare for a mission and necessarily can't. You don't have infinite resources. They're very limited. Uh, but when I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about playing it a lot of the time. So, it, I know, it's good. It's it's I, it's something I can play for, like, an hour, and then I have to put it down because it's just too stressful. Like, it's too much like... <laughs> Like, uh, like the, the, my last mission, like it came down to the last room. I'm like, okay, I can go into that room. If I clear out the room, I beat this mission. I get all those quest rewards, which I really need, but I'm not entirely confident I'm going to make it through with all my characters. I did. They, they survived. I, it was on the edge there for a second. Um, so it's, but it's really fun and it looks really nice. Um, I was not sure if I would like it actually, cause I've, it's been on my radio for a long time and tons of people I know like it and play it, but I was always like, mm, it, I don't know about the difficulty cause a lot of hard, really hard games turn me off. Um, but this one, it makes no bones about saying like, if you are, if you are going to make it, just run. Don't try. Like, I, I think that's the main problem with a lot of people's play style and that most games don't want you to run ever. Yeah. Yeah. And this game is like, like the the heroes of the storm uh, thing. Yeah, exactly. The same. Like if you're doing bad, just run away, quit. Yes. And figure out everything else later. That's the same thing. It's but I would definitely suggest it. It's like twenty dollars. You know, it's not. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot there. I, I'm. I don't know if I'm going to be. I'll probably come back to it. You know, and play it at different points. I know the witness comes out next week, which I'm very excited about. That'll probably take up a lot of my time. That's Jonathan Blows. He who made Braid. That's his next right, right. his next game. It's a like a seventy hour long puzzle game, apparently. Oh my god. And with So it's it's missed? Yes, pretty much. Like but nowadays like he, he spent all the money he got from Braid making this game. Wow. And apparently like only one percent of people who play it are gonna get all the secrets in it. I don't know. It it looks nuts. i reminds me a lot of uh the Talos principle. Yeah. It's I mean just it, from it's from a just from a First-person puzzle a, game, yeah. Yeah, from a a, a a glance reminds me of the Talos Principle. I think this is going to be a little bit more subtle than the Talos Principle was. Possibly. Knowing Jonathan Blow and his his uh, mindset. Mm. But Darkest Dungeon, $20, good game. PC, Steam. I, I imagine it will eventually come to consoles. That seems to be the way of things now, where games get, they first come out on indie games. Nowadays, they come out on Steam, and then the console goes, oh, another game I could put, another game I could add to our library. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably not that hard to port over. So, but for now, PC. Darkest Dungeon. Neato Torpedo. Neato Torpedo. You ready to talk about some Mermen, Eric? I do like Mermen. Mermen. We'll talk about it. Uh, I was going to ask you a question, but why don't we just get to it? Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll wait till it's the right time to do that. Yeah. Uh, it is time for, uh, our final segment. It is time for Nerd Boy Book Club. Nerd Boy Book Club is the part of the show where Eric and I will assign a longer collected work. Uh, and read it in depth like you would a book club. Uh, discuss it, 
there will be spoilers if that's not obvious. This week we are reading The Wake, 1 through 10, in, in its entirety. Scott Snyder, Sean Gordon Murphy, or Sean Murphy. Seems like he varies on uh, which handle he uses. Uh, with, let's see, Matt Hollingsworth doing the colors, right? I believe that's correct. Yeah. That's the name I remember. Yeah. And Jerry K. Fletcher doing the letters on it. Um, well, as a whole, what are your, what are your thoughts, Eric? I think this is a beautiful book. A beautiful book that I enjoy tremendously that just spirals into almost complete nonsense by the end. <laughs> I, I, I think we need to spend some time maybe trying to see if we can hash out this crazy story. I tried. I kind of of wish it just stayed on the simpler side. I I wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah. The book itself, it's like, it's split up in two parts, like two halves. Yes. Like, structurally, and like, I mean, it says it. It says here, part one, part two. And first part, I think, is really good. It's very tight. Like, it tells, for the most part, just the story of these people in, you know, underneath Mm -hmm. the water. Like, it's kind of like the abyss or sphere. It's very, very compelling. I, I was... Very surprised because I think the thing that I'm most familiar with Snyder with is uh, uh, Year Zero, from, you know DC's Bat, uh, Batman Year Zero. Yeah, all, you know his Batman. Or is it run. Zero Year? I forget. Uh, z- zero Year because they already zero had Zero Year Zero. They had Year One, and I yes. think they even did release a Year Zero book at some point after Year One. So this is Zero Year. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, this is that that first half is very kind of a concise, tight story about uh, a female. Uh, the female character is the main character, ostensibly. Uh, we follow her most closely. She's like a ocean sonographer, I guess. Uh, but you know, she studies um, whales. I think you might have used the wrong word. But I did. Yeah, she I, studies uh, whale noises. Yes, and dolphin noises. You, and, what the, you said, sonographer, which s- is the person who takes notes in a courtroom. No, sonographer. Ah, sonographer. I think is that the right word. Maybe I don't know. I'm, I think they might have said it in this book. Uh, at some they, point. they said what she is a time or two, but it's it's lost in a, a million pages of merman. Yeah, there's, uh, but yeah, it is in the model of uh, both the abyss and of, it reminded me of, actually mostly of of of, of sphere actually uh, Michael, mm. Michael Crichton book in a not good movie. Um, have you ever did you ever read that? Sphere? No, I I never was. It, uh, quite the Crichton fan that you were I, I are yes well I yeah I, I still am I think some of it hasn't aged terribly well as I've gotten older but Sphere still holds up I really like Sphere um I would suggest you to read it it's you'd like it um it, it it's you know it's hey look mystery slash you know monster story at the bottom of the sea um Bioshock even you know it's mm, a similar yes similar thing um and that and that first half is very you know, focused for them. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, n- it's not like splitting your directions in many ways. It tells like her going down there and quickly like escalates into you know a very tense trying to uh, escape sequence. Basically, it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they learn what these these mermen are, the bottom of the sea, and then try and get away. And I don't know, like that second half. <laughs> You, it starts off really, I really like where it starts with you, another, another lead character who is like on her own for the most mm-hmm. part. It seems like, you know, she is in this, we, we see it's a 200 year jump into the future because at the end of the first half, apparently Ameri- uh, humanity is attacked by all these mermen and 200 years later and she's on her own for the most part. She hunts mm-hmm. these people, these mermen for their heads, 
because they have the hallucinogenic stuff in them, and a, a dolphin that understands English. They all do. I, I and yeah, there's killer whales in there too. Later on, uh, I don't. How do they communicate? I I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of stuff they don't really explain in any way. They just make you accept it. But then it very quickly devolves into, oh, she has this thing, and then the government wants her, and then, or, it's not, is it a government? Is that what they are? Or are they just a powerful group? They're, like, their own settlement, is how I, I read it. They just, yeah, they're, like, they run know, a, they, they, they run... pose as a government, I mean, but it's really indistinguishable from a bunch of thugs that have, like, water and resources. Yes, it, they, they have the largest supply of water, so I guess that is yeah. why, where they derive their power, because mm-hmm. fresh water is in short supply in this future, um, but they want the, they don't want her to, she has, she get, gleans information, like a radio signal from a character that's in the first half, and then, uh, it, it, then it's just like just nonstop, like w- what's going on? What are they mm-hmm. going after? We and then the last issue, I don't. It falls apart. I don't. Yeah, it I, it, it really does. It's trying to be a little bit more than it needs to. I mean, it it just works so well in that first half, and it's still beautiful and seemed interesting. But it's, I, I mean, I don't know why I go so far off the rails. I I still can't. I still can't unpack this. No, I, well, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm not entirely sure what is happening mm-hmm. in that last issue. Like, I yeah. went online and I read some stuff, and that isn't even very clear. Like, the people who are like, they're all, like, Snyder himself has not come out and said, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. And everyone, all the different reviews and people's takes on it are not all the same. Mm-hmm. So, there's no consensus, and I think that's the thing. Like, it's so vague, it could mean several different things. It reminded me of, um... Oh, what's the name of it? Uh, the Ridley Scott Alien prequel. Um, Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah, it reminded me a yeah. little bit of the myth, the, his his attempts yes. in that to build like a mythology about where we come from. And I thought that was bad. And I yeah, think... I, I I don't care for it either. I mean, when you throw in the just casually throw in the aquatic ape theory, it, it's it's yeah. I think aquatic ape theory is. Uh, pretty widely discredited yeah at the very least it's highly 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 out of favor right now yeah i it, that's it like when you have so much like there's all these scientists like half mm-hmm. the team in that first part of the book is all scientists like where where do these people come from and what's the thing and then the last issue is like magic it's all yeah. aliens and magic we don't explain anything it could be anything mm-hmm. you want there's tears involved because we cry we forget what what yeah. What? I don't... Who? What? I I don't... Like, there's seeds. I don't, like... Okay, this is how I saw it. And you can... Mm-hmm. You give me your take. I, I'll try. Yeah. Okay, so... The Mermen... This is also, like, a compilation of my thoughts plus what I read. Mm-hmm. The Mermen exist to help push humanity towards... Towards, like, progress. Mm-hmm. Whenever we are becoming stagnant, they... Are they were put here as well as us by aliens, mm-hmm. and their role is to keep us progressing as a species. They also kidnap people, and I don't know how they identify which people to kidnap. We don't really; they don't tell us, uh, and put them in like a stasis thing, a ship, I guess, the ship that we see. Mm-hmm. So they don't age. 
and they're just waiting there for humanity to reactivate them. Uh, and because, and that's what the protagonist does, she finds the thing, a little thing, in a cave, uh, and gives it to the people in the ship, and they turn it on, and they go fly away into space. And she stays on Earth doing her water world thing. With, now, she's friends with a merman as well, as far as I can tell. Uh, uh, that, that's what I got. God bless you, sir, for trying so hard. <laughs> Very little, that is a lot of, yeah, a lot of speculation, because about 10% of that is actually spelled out on the page. Maybe. It's, it's rough. It, it's, I don't like that it's, like, I, it, I enjoyed so much of this book. Mm. Like I, it has so much like really creative and fun things in it, and it and Murphy's art is gorgeous. It's it, it's bananas how good it is. It, I mean, and the colors as well. Hollingsworth mm-hmm. colors add so much to it. It but it looks beautiful, and there's action and and huge set pieces and and all kind like the 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 pirates like have taken a merman body and are yeah, using it as that's, a submarine. That's pretty effing sweet. Yeah, it's really cool. Driving a giant like driving a giant sea kaiju around that's that's pretty cool yeah it's that's a cool thing like mm-hmm. and like i i liked just i don't know i i really wish it was rooted in something that is more than just hey we don't have time to explain it and it can be anything you want i don't that doesn't it just is so simplistic and so I don't know, like, do you think that was intended just to be vague? Or is it like, we don't really have an answer, so let's make it vague? I mean, how do you, how do you know the difference there? I, I don't how know, do you, I, I like, you know? it, I mean, it's, I guess it, it, does, intent. it can feel different. It, it's the intent, I think, is the, yeah. I, and I don't think they have, I think that it was always, I don't, I think Snyder never went, oh, I know why the, what the cause of this is. I think it's always just like, oh, it was aliens. But how do we tell that with, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. I wish there, there's no dismount here. There, there's no landing. They don't, they just let it, you know, kind of fade away the story. Yeah. And I, 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 I was really interested to see what this transmission was. You know, what this, I, you know, I'm a good treasure hunt is fun, but we never get motivation for these, these nefarious forces, like the government, quote unquote, those, 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 what they really want to do. Why do they want to not have her find that thing? Do you know? The, what, the object in the cave? Yeah, the, the end? Yeah, why do the bad guys, the bad human guys, the lady, Vivian, I think is her name, and that military guy, why do they want I to stop her? I mean, if anything, it's that woman. Yeah. I mean, she's obviously like 200 plus years old. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm that is just... that is an excellent question because it is really senseless that she's just sort of set up as bad guy, and you're you just have to accept that she's going to be an antagonist. Like it, I, it it's mysterious. I I have no idea. Yeah, I assume that it's because she's in power and like it would disrupt the status it, quo. Yes, may, maybe that's the reason. Like she knows what it is. Or what would happen, or that it would change things, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, the only thing I can imagine. And but and then the military, that military guy, what switch flips that makes him a good guy at the end, unless kills her. Well, I don't. I never sense. Uh, he's the he's John Wayne and the Searchers. 
Because he kills her father, doesn't he? Isn't that what's implied? He kills the protagonist's father early is on that, when she's is a that kid. Who that is. I, I I thought in the, that in the truck she's the girl she's the driver of the it, truck yeah she's the, the little scene. girl with that dude and that military guy is the guy who stops them and she drives away because her father tells her to and I assume mm-hmm. her father is killed by that military guy and then suddenly seems, it, it seems likely at the end of the story he's just like okay I shoot the bad woman and now we're friends I don't what she's just letting she's just forgiving him oh yeah it's okay you killed my dad there's it, you know I don't. You're positive that's her, though? For some reason, I was thinking it was... I guess it would have to be. It would just be a random, unconnected character if it wasn't her. Yeah, I I, I think that is her. It, I, again, the fact that even that is so unclear mm-hmm. is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's so weird when that first half is so concise and clear about everything that's happening. And then that second half, it feels like they're trying to tell three times the story in the same amount of space. Yeah. I... Me, do you, I don't know. I don't know if they eventually intended it to be longer, but it's such a that first half is such a small. It's such a small story, and it tells it in five issues, and it's fine. You go, okay, yes, I get it. And there's some foreshadowing, like you get glimpses of this of the different. You get like prehistoric times, and then in mm-hmm. the future, but it's only like little tiny bits, like a page or two here and there. I don't know what what is that caveman with the eye thing? Do you know what? I don't know what's That's happening. That's the thing that they find in the cave. Right. and that there's... I don't know why. Yeah. I don't. What is it? Like, what does it it's... do? I don't know. And why are those people in the past had tanks? Are they aliens? Were well, those... I mean, clearly, clearly, like, human civilization is much older than we assume it to be. Okay. That's what I was taking from that. And it just we... sort of kept resetting. Because we cry? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess that's well. That's the thing. Oh, it's because we have tears. Yes, we forget things. I, but tanks don't disappear, like they don't vanish. Oh, I don't know. It's a, I don't. That's this is the thing. I, I don't. I don't. I, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when there's just magical hand waving to explain the events of a story. No, I could not agree more with that. It's it's not ideal. No, and if you can't, when you have the, like, if you can't have some concrete thing that you can latch onto at the end, I don't, why are, is the story being, I don't, and the mermen, like, I don't, they're just so violent and then not at the, I don't get it. Like, what tells them not to be angry? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, they're just suddenly friends now. We're friends now. We murdered hundreds of millions of people, probably billions. And no, it's, no, we're friends now. We're okay. We all will swim together with your dolphin. Mm-hmm. Wee. And there's, and the moon's a spaceship or something. Is that what, I, it's Where full did of, you get that? The moon is full of fuel. That's, they say that in this book. Like, they talk really? about the moon having fuel in it. I'm like, is it a, so it's a spaceship or a depot or something? Where did, how did I possibly miss that? Well, they, it's not, inc- well, newsflash, Eric, there's a lot of stuff in this not very clear. <laughs> and, uh, and, hey, and, I didn't, I didn't notice. And they, it's not. Incredibly odd, obfuscated, crazy <laughs> fucking story. Well, that's, it's just. Oh, like, there's the moon. There you go. Like you see a. Depends on how much fuel is left in the moon. There you the go. Moon, don't ask. You'll come with us. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, well, let's go to yeah. the moon. Mm-hmm. In your Independence Day spaceship, mm-hmm. or the Millennium Falcon, whichever one you prefer more. It's a flying hemorrhoid donut. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, I, I'm so torn about this book. Oh, I know. I it's so beautiful, and the parts that work work so well. Like it would. I don't know. Something can still be good and flawed, and this is certainly yeah. flawed. Yeah. I still think it's mostly good. Mm-hmm. I, it's just. I think that that is a, a lot of uh, comics of of this generation seem to be being too ambitious, trying to be too big, and this definitely suffers from that. Like I think two stories, like the first story, mm-hmm. you know, just having something that kind of bookended that with these same characters, I would have enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't necessarily dislike the world that they had. No, the world's cool. Yeah, it is really fun. It's really interesting. The character designs are great. I love this crazy SNK character. It's this general guy. He looks like fucking Terry Bogard's dad. It's an SNK character. He totally looks like an SNK character. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. If by that you mean I'm extra right, you, then I'm extra right. It's 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 it. Yeah, the, the that's the thing. Like, why could it have been just the second half? Could it have been just that one character, uh, Leeward? Is her name? Uh, going. I, I did. I did read an exit interview from Scott Snyder after mm-hmm. this is after this the last issue came out, and I don't know. He seemed very pleased with how it ended. And he's like, it's so experimental and and stuff. I'm like, that's no, yeah, that's not that's not. Grant Morrison liked the Zorn ending too. Of course he did. It's, I don't know. I mean, you, you clearly, when you're a writer, when you're an artist, your first, your first critic is yourself. I think someone should have told Snyder that this is a mess. And I think that, I don't know, I was just talking about this. Were, were you at that panel with me when uh, Kelly Sue was talking about? Yes, um, the editor thing, yeah. Yeah, the editor thing and how she, when she was writing Pretty Deadly, she's just like, it's my book and I own it. And, uh. Fuck off, editor. Even though, like, you know, obviously her image editor is someone who is a professional friend of hers. It wasn't, like, malicious, but she's like, it's mine. I'm going to do what I want. And I don't know. We, I mean, when we talked about the the, the second Star Wars trilogy, collaboration ain't a bad thing. No. and, and especially- stuff, stuff is, it's hard to communicate an idea from one brain to another. And it can often be helpful to have other people to bounce ideas off of. Like, yeah, it's not, I, I don't know, people get very caught up in the idea of singular visions and, like, their mm-hmm. how special they are. But even most novels, which are as close as you can get to a singular vision in any kind of art. Yes. At least in long-form art, I should say, is edited there's editors involved you know for the most part unless someone's self-publishing yes and even then they often have someone read it and tell them is this clunky does this work yes you understand what's going on oh yeah yeah so i don't it's i don't know it's it's considerably better to consider other people's opinions because other people are going to be reading it not just you (laughs) yes it's it's a really good thing to to think about and work with others you know it it does not make you less of an artist. No. It 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 makes you honestly I think it makes you a better a better artist and a better person. It's a lot it's a lot better. You get a much better product. And, even if you have to kill some some of your darlings. Yeah, and he even when you mentioned when I was just thinking of like that character's name Leeward, mm-hmm. you know, the the female protagonist of the second half. Mhm. 
he's like, even like, I even went against having characters with similar names because there's a Lee and a Lee word. I'm like, yeah. that's not a good thing. I don't know what, no. who told you that it's, I never got confused, but you shouldn't do that. It's, there's a reason most no. people don't it's because yeah. people get confused when names are this similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. And the world is very interesting. And like, I, I like post-apocalyptic fiction. I think it's very fascinating about the different things that people focus on when they create these worlds. But it, it, we don't ever, we never stay, it's never slow enough to actually understand anything that is happening. Like, you never get any, you're just, it's introducing, like, hey, here's a dozens of pirates that live in this cool merman mm-hmm. ship. And then, oh, wait, now there's more stuff that, like, here's all these things we saw. Here's a montage. I'm like, what? What's happening? Now we're in the ice? Now it's, how are, why is, and how do mermen move warm water? How? How does that happen? Water magic. That's the thing. Like, we, that's, mm-hmm. there's so, like the very basis of how, yeah, they're causing global warming by moving warm water to the ice and, and water's rising. Like, but what? How? They have, they have Godzilla's, obviously. That's, that's how you can do it. Oh, they just breathe fire on the water and. Sure. Okay. All right. Sure. Well, great. Why, why not? But that's the thing. It might as well be that. It might as well be like, yeah, they're all Godzilla's. Mm-hmm. They breathe fire. Mm-hmm. And there's like, they're, it's really frustrating. It, it makes, I, I was, I don't, I don't know. Like it's, I like this a lot, mm-hmm. but it could have been so much better. Uh, yes. It's all in the ending. It seems a lot of the time that's what it comes down to. Well, I mean, think about how flawed that ending of the sculptor was. Yeah. An otherwise excellent book. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm sure I, there's I, other examples. That's just the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. I, I don't like, I, but this makes me think of the ending of Lost. Which is not good. No, I never watched it. I gave up on Lost because it's so frustrating. Well, I mean, it's the same thing where like Lost has so many things in the air, and then suddenly it's like, oh no, it's just this. Mm-hmm. What? 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 What do you mean? My understanding was the the moral is that there's a Christian heaven. Kind of, yeah, basically. Yeah. I, or I yeah. mean, not necessarily Christian, but Christian esque. You know, mm-hmm. it, it. You know. That that's the thing, and you're just like, what? But what about this and this and this and this and this? You're like, oh no, no, man, forget about that. I'm like, what do you mean, forget about it? You put it in your story. Mm-hmm. Why are you including it if there's no answers or no reason? It's in there because they wrote that shit from week to week, <laughs> <laughs> and it was all by the seat of their pants. And they literally would just kill characters that were unpopular. I, I yep, they did that. Yeah, they literally did that. I, I thought that was actually funny, but yeah, not that's not good though. <laughs> no, it's it's a terrible thing. It's not a good thing, but it is a funny no. thing. Uh, and I like I mentioned Prometheus. I like this a lot more than I like Prometheus. I oh yeah, but Prometheus, I but I think it's a really good comparison where it, you're just like, but why did they do that? Mm-hmm. And people go, oh, it's because uh, this made-up reason that's not in the text whatsoever. Y- y- yes, exactly. It's complete nonsense. Do, do you do you think I don't? Do you think any of these characters have depth? I feel like the main character of the first half has some depth. Yeah, she's certainly explored enough that I think you could you could make that argument. But maybe from the. Uh, the oh, what was the 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 girl character from Pacific Rim? Mori, Mako yeah. Mori. Yeah, Mako Mori. Not not Memento Mori. No, Mako Mori. I just I just watched that yesterday because I mentioned it last week. The real reason is even nerdier than that. Oh, good. 
it was on I we are playing Pandemic Legacy yesterday and uh on the board of Pandemic Legacy the word Pacific Rim are in it. It's a map, so it says Pacific Rim. I'm like, I don't wanna watch Pacific Rim now. You did really like it. It's I still I'm like some of those sequences I just stare. Mm-hmm. But no, I think you're yes, that is an app comparison. Mm-hmm. I think I think the characters are are, are similar. Um yeah. She's uh, a a central female character, competent, and you know you explore her tragic backstory, and and almost no other character has backstory. No, I like that. I like the poacher dude. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. Like he's a monster, but mm-hmm. he's very compelling. No, he is definitely one of the more interesting uh, characters in this story. I'm trying to think, I don't know. In my mind, he's kind of Gene Hackman. I was gonna say Tommy Lee Jones is in this book too. He, yeah, he's he he, he, he pops on. He's drawing Tommy Lee Jones. He does. He just can't stop. <laughs> what's the book? He what's the other book? The with the the Mark Miller it's, book? Uh, it's Chrononauts. Yeah, Chrononauts. He popped over he from draws, that. Yeah, he draws Tommy Lee Jones again. <laughs> he popped Tom over traveling from... Tommy Lee Jones. He, he after he escaped. Uh, yeah. From the the underwater, yeah. From the the, the the yeah. He went on to help to uh, direct the the time travel program. Cruise is uh, Jean Reno. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's yeah. Exactly. I like him as Jean Reno. This is my this is my fan casting here. <laughs> we'll start a fan casting podcast. I, I think it's say yeah, I wish you'd do it so everyone can disagree with me. I'm just gonna cast Gene Hackman as and Jean Reno as everybody. Well, they are they're they're good actors. I like them, and this sort of weird scientist guy is definitely Carl Sagan. <laughs> he looks just like Carl Sagan. We're gonna have trouble getting Carl Sagan into this uh, movie, possibly. But I also don't think Gene Hackman's gonna play this guy. Well, he's at least still alive. He is alive. He's elderly. We'd have an easier time getting him to play a CGI merman. Gonna, we'll, get, you, we'll get Eugene Merman to play the Merman. <laughs> I don't don't think he can sell the menace. You don't know that. <laughs> be a, it'd be a, it. It'd make the ending better, wouldn't it? If, you, if Eugene Merman was all the <laughs> all the Merman, just the the whole ending just becomes a complete farce. <laughs> oh man, I I don't know. I, I I also that does remind me that they kind of do the. The with with those with that venom that the mm-hmm. the dudes have the the mermen have it makes me think of those bait and switch Phantom X sequences from Uncanny X Force. Yeah, which it's a good plot device. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't. Did, I I got a little bit tired of it by like the fifth time it was happening. I'm just like, oh, okay, they're hallucinating again. I mean, they know they're hallucinating by the the, the fifth time, but even then, I'm just like, okay, I got it. They make you hallucinate. Like, that was fascinating that they, like, that's a drug in the future because, you know, people want to get away from, you know, their shitty world. But that's never explored. We never see any of that, really. Yeah, it really does feel like they've drilled down on the wrong parts of this ending. Like, I wish there was more. Like, and they mentioned, like, oh, yeah, we're going to do a, a story. Like, we might do side stories later on in the same world. I'm like, okay, that pro- they'll probably be better because yeah, they probably won't. probably what should have happened to begin with. It's not happening this year or the next because Sean Murphy's doing exclusively European comics this year, I believe. Mm, that does not surprise me. No, and I'm sure they'll be good. Um, I'm I'm sure he'll be well received. Well, he everything he draws is gorgeous. Um, I'm he's a, 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 a 
he draws a lot. He is a hard mm-hmm. worker. He he is con- he's on he does not take breaks it seems. Just is constantly doing his next book. Yeah, it's like Willie Nelson said, all I do is play music and and golf, which one do you want me to give up? <laughs> How would you describe what we can explore that a little bit? How would you describe Murphy's? Hmm. It definitely has a lot of that European um, sensibility to it. It 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 it's got that animated quality uh, that uh, Fiona Staples is certainly very like. I think her his her figures and his figures, particularly their women, uh, have a lot of similarity. Like you could um, you could flip out uh, Leeward and. What is the what is the main character Marco and what is her name? I'm trying precisely. It's like I don't want to say because I think help, I get on. help help me here. Oh God, it's killing me. Don't die. I am. Don't die. I'll show you. Alana. Alana. Yeah. I would have been wrong if I had gone in my gut. So I'm glad I looked at it up. Yeah. Well, they 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 would they're basically interchangeable. One has one has a different hair color and the other one has wings. So I. Mm, I don't know. A lot of similarities between the two, and I think that's a really a real positive comparison. I think like this doesn't feel as digital. I want to say that like he draws a lot of the stuff with just a. Is, is there an anchor listed? I don't think there is, based on the way this looks. No, no anchor. Yeah, because he's he, it, he is most likely if he's working as hard and as fast as he, he he's probably doing some really light pencil work and then just like. Just like hardcore drawing with a brush and just busting it out, you know. So it's it's got that energy, those those uh, classic comic book like heavy shadows on occasion. But you know, it's it's got that that uh, that sensibility for figures that you see more in uh, European style comics. I uh, I like him quite a lot. He's he's he uses uh, light and shadow really really well too. And has a really good sense of, uh, you know, get, making something look not posed and kinetic and moving. You know, compare that to Greg Land that we also read this week. And uh, Greg Land looks stiff and posed because he's drawing things that are stiff and posed from photographs. You know, a la, uh, uh, no, I was going to say Alan Moore. Who am I thinking of? Alex Ross. Okay, yeah. You know? Stiff and posed because it's directly from photographs. He's very much on uh, Sean Murphy, definitely on the other end, where I would say he's got a lot of photographic reference, but he just probably has a real handle on drawing the human figure and does a lot of the stuff from his head. He probably draws a lot like Mobius. You know, he can just construct something straight out of his head because he's such a superlative draftsman. As such, it's really energetic, and he can focus on... All the fundamentals of, of drawing just, you know, come a little easier to him so he can focus on giving it that energy that it needs. And it usually works really, really well. There's a – go ahead. I, I, I got more. Yeah, keep, <laughs> do you, keep do going. Do you want to move no, on? No, no, I was – For another hour. No, there's – I was just – I said I recrossed a post uh, – an old blog post from Sean Murphy about how mm-hmm. he questioned even if inking is going to be a thing, you know, mm-hmm. in the future. I think it's just a stylistic choice because you really don't need it. You can absolutely tell a comic book story without it, you know? Yeah, like he, I think I, I would not want to see him do a book without him inking it because I just love the way that the that brush work and the heavy blacks and ink ink lo- inking looks. Right. 
But I mean, you could easily, it could be painting, it could be anything. It could, it could easily go away and it could easily be an anchor. I mean, I think it's a perfectly fine way to do things. It's just tradition more than anything. It's like saying, is analog photography going to go away because digital exists? I don't think so. It's just going to, you know, be a niche thing. Not right. really a great comparison, but still, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go away. Well, he brings up even the fact that, I mean, people obviously will still do it, mm -hmm. but with margins shrinking, mm -hmm. publishers might not pay for inking. Yeah. Like, you won't get an inking fee or, like, you know, you mm -hmm. won't a specific, you know, it, that's what people set up. I, I don't doubt that. I just think that, uh, I don't know. It'll probably all fall down to the color artist. Right, yeah. Which it mostly does already. Yeah, there's It'll not... It'll be shared responsibility, and uh, the penciler will probably split responsibility with the color artist on, on how to make the artwork look finished. But I think this is the correct split. It, it should look like this. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm, you know. He's got a really good sense of design, too. These panels are very well laid out and tell the story so well. It's a hell of a good comics artist. Yeah, I it's I would put it as the strong point of the book. Mm -hmm. Easily so. I mean, this, the, the writing is not, like, none of the, the dialogue's not terribly clunky, except for it only really felt bad. You know, the ending is not, is, is we've already gone well over that, but I mean, like, in the actual dialogue, that folklorist guy in the first half felt, mm -hmm. like, clearly, like, here is one, here is a myth. Yeah. Here is another one. Here's here's some neat stuff that I know. Here's a fish thing about people in water. There's fish mm -hmm. myth, fish myth thing. So I don't know. He he felt a little clunky, but yeah, Snyder's dialogue is 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 good for the most part in this. And it's just the direction it takes in that, like the like it suddenly like, oh, it's aliens. What? Where? I don't I, I don't know. Like if you're gonna end your story, hey, it's aliens. You need a little mm -hmm. bit more foreshadowing, a little bit more groundwork for that. I think. They try and set it up. I mean, they do show Mars blowing up 100,000 years ago. Was that what that was? Yeah, it says Mars. Oh, okay. I Admittedly, that's dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but they literally show like a green and blue planet, and they say, hey, this is Mars. They don't say, hey, this is Mars, but they, they say it's Mars. Okay. I'm trying to find the page, and it's it's buried somewhere in there. Yeah, that's the it, it. It's a pretty dense book as well. It is. It does a lot in those ten issues. I, I, I think it should be longer. I don't dis. I just think it should be less. True. That it's either. I would. I would prefer less. Less story. Same yes. amount of issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same that's... amount of issues is fine. Focus just on a simpler story about that character, and I would. You don't have to play every note. It's it's perfectly cool. You tell something concise, and I, I think even with all the crazy crap that they put in there with Neolithic man with tanks, I would love to get to the end of this and be thinking, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> and, 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 and have something like a concise story that leaves me wondering rather than, um, rather than having an ending that's such a mess it leaves me wondering. Yeah, there it is, the disaster, Marge, 3.8 billion years ago. Find out what page this is. It's 47. Page forty-seven. Okay. Well, I'm, I I have the actual physical edi physical edition open. So you have the digital edition too. I know, but it's not open to open up comics. Up. 
Maybe have my iPad explode. That 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 could happen. It, you, you open it up to the disaster, and then it explodes. It's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Very apropos. And th- this won an Eisner Award. Eh. Yeah. Limited, best limited series, 2014. I think that just because it's not, like, the most superlative story in the world, I think it should be applauded that they're doing something that is... It's unique. You know, it's a different genre. It's... And it's beautiful. I don't know. Even though it's flawed, I think it's something that I could stand to see ten more the wakes in 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 modern comics. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I could certainly pick it apart, and there are many problems, but I'm glad that it works. I mean, I think that Copperhead is a little has a few problems, but it's still very good. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's there's plenty of stuff that's come out that's it's not perfect, but it's art, and people yeah. write the best story that they can. And I think I, I am I am very very pleased with the first half of this. Yeah, if it if it had done the same thing in the second half, I think I would be I would be head over heels. Oh yes, but with it, I'm just like, yeah, it's good. It's a, it's a good solid book. It looks mm-hmm. beautiful. Uh, it looks amazing, and um, it has a lot of great ideas and great world building and stuff. But it doesn't land, you know, at the end. But other, I still would. I think I'd still recommend it. Like, so, like, yeah, check it out. Oh yes. Yeah. Um. Anything else you want to touch on? I don't know. We need to. I'm running out of gas here. Okay. I need to go up to the moon and oh, refuel. God. All right, guys, that will do it. Uh, for the wake, uh, a good book, a little flawed, but still very solid, beautiful book. Um, let's see. Next week, we'll be reading, uh, the entirety of the initial Dan Slott, Mike Allred, Silver Surfer run. They just relaunched, uh, with, I guess, the second volume of that team on Silver Surfer, but uh, this is the pre-Secret Wars, uh, Silver Surfer book with the uh, 15 issues, 113, Dan, uh, Dan Slott, Mike Allred. Uh, from what we read of it, it was very good. I'm interested to see where it went. Uh, was it recently on sale? I picked it up. It's a great time to read it with us. Uh, I think that will do it for today. We are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. And find us at handsomeboyscomicshour.com. Everything is there. Links and uh, new episodes, downloadable, all that stuff is there. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash handsomeboyscomicshour. Twitter at H-E-C Hour. Uh, email us at handsomeboyscomics at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to us at any of those places, give us a recommendation, suggestion of what you'd like, to, like us to read or uh, talk about, whatever. Question for us. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to help us out, we'd really appreciate it. If you give us a five-star review, subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. You know, whatever podcatcher app you use, it uh, all, uh, anywhere you do that helps us get new listeners, obviously. We'd like you to recommend us to your friends as well. You can find me on Twitter at MixmasterSerial. That's M-I-X-M-A-S-T-R-C-R-E-L. Eric, where can they find you online? Well, you can see my portfolio by going to freewillunlimited.com. And most of the things I get up to online are available at ericzgoodnight.com. That includes my Instagram, where I am known as Eric or Easy Goodnight. And on Twitter, I am known as at Mr. Bad Example, spelled M-R, Bad Example. With that, there we have it. Oh, oh. With that, folks, we will call it a day. Have a good one. Rock and roll.